Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Kiss me like you mean it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. And is that Pete Donaldson hiding under the desk? Mm-hmm. Yes, it yeah. is. Come out from there, Peter. You're right. Yes, marvellous. Better than you, mate, I reckon. Luke's, um, Luke's not here. Luke's still not I here. I discovered that today. I thought he was in. Mm. I forgot to do my highlights of the week. You were fearing it. I'm <laughs> fearing he was in. But don't what? worry, he'll be posting you his digs, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Do, do you feel that Christmas is... It's come early. Yeah, at least he's not here. Yeah. To have a go. <laughs> at least he's not here to have a go. I hope he's having a lovely time wherever he is, though. Of course I don't we mean do. that for a second. No, not for one <laughs> second. Maybe a split second, though. Uh, Diego Costa threw his bib at Jose Mourinho in disgust. Yeah. After he was benched for the game away at Spurs. I mean, did he, did he really throw it at him? Can he, in his he's, direction. He's about as inaccurate as he has been up, up top for Chelsea. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much he so. couldn't even do that right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if anything, that is going to very much hinder you from getting back in the team. If he, <laughs> if he hits him like full on, gets the bib over his yeah. head. Yeah, like, Bellate- like, Bellatelli's him. Yeah, yeah. he'd be like, that, this is the sort of precision you're missing. But if anything, he's just proving Mourinho right, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? That was a test <laughs> and you failed it. Yeah. Back on the bench with you. <laughs> well, if you could throw something at uh, Jose Mourinho, Jim, what would it be? I thought long and hard about this. And I considered a black hole, a large humble pie, <laughs> the sea, a face hugger from Alien, an alien from Alien, a dossier of photographs tracking everything he's done in private since returning to England that's been compiled by Arsene Wenger, the voyeur, Carlo Ancelotti's medal that he got for winning La Decima and the laundry cart he rode in on. Um, <laughs> but what I'm actually going to throw him is, is, is a bone. Um, oh, I would, oh, I would yeah. throw him a copy of How to Win Friends and Influence People, the, the original self-help book, mm, really. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, because he's, he's forgotten how to just make people like him. And everyone in the camp, he can share it around, you know, Phot- photocopy it and give it out to them because mm. they seem to hate each other. Mm. I mean, I don't know if you saw Cesc Fabregas kick the ball at William's face um, at the weekend as oh, they played Spurs. Well, exactly. That's how bad they are. <laughs> and they're being so bad, they're being frankly unsociable to each other. So they, they need a bit of help in that sense. And that's what I'd give him. I'd, I'd, I'd give him a way to kickstart his, his personality, make those people yeah. like him again. I'd just, mm. just throw him a box of donuts or something and share them around or some yeah. yum-yums yeah. from Greg's. Or throw the sea at him, Jim. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I said I considered it. That's not what I went for. <laughs> All right, fair enough, Jim. You've had your turn.
Peter. <laughs> um, Marcus, when I was at Selhurst Park over the weekend, I don't know whether I mentioned this last week. I did More go to on that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we if we've got time. Yeah. Um, it, they were frisking everyone as we were going in. Um, and um, next to where they were frisking was like a pristine hula hoop oh. that I could only surmise was removed from a Geordie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dom, take my hula hoop in. Yeah. Let, let us on the pitch. So I would throw a hula hoop over Jose Mourinho. Because it'd be like, you know, on Match of the Day where they put the little circles around the player so you can watch the players run. Oh, yeah, so he would actually have yeah, one. you could yeah. actually have one. And would you See win him? Do. If you got it on him, would you win him? Like a fairground thing? Yeah, I'd have to take away from Chelsea and everyone at Chelsea would have a lovely time then. <laughs> yeah. Class. I'd throw Rafa Benitez at him. Oh. Just launch Rafa at him. <laughs> the Rafa cannon. Yeah. yeah. Fire up the Rafa cannon. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go, boom. And, if, uh, yeah. If you can imagine Benitez in midair, hands down by his side, yeah. on his way to Jose Mourinho. Bring, bring on the wall. If there is it. any stadium on earth that has a super cannon uh, that can <laughs> fire things at other stadiums, it's the Bernabeu. Yeah. And uh, Mourinho, Benitez, or Benitez's wife, I think it was, always said that they have to clear up Jose Mourinho's mess. Yeah, so. and then Mourinho basically said she should get back in the kitchen. True. Like mm. the modern man he but is. But whatever the mess is on the pavement, Benitez will just clear it up. <laughs> and it would all be fine. <laughs> and Benitez would cover him, wouldn't he? He's he's a big mm. lad compared to Mourinho. Mourinho's like quite whiff like, isn't he? He truly really? is. I just like to see them both touching each other, not like that, as in against each other, should I say? <laughs> right, I mean, we've got a clip now, so yeah. we can use it at will. <laughs> really, really looking yeah. forward to seeing uh, how that comes back. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> Pete Donaldson, you could ruin our careers, really, couldn't you? I could launch it. Yeah, like in, Rafa Benitez in many ways. In a way, you being on the show, you kind of are. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm a stain on your personality and many other people connected with the Football Ramble. That's right. Mm. Um, let us go to the Premier League. We'll start with uh, Spurs versus Chelsea. It wasn't, the only, oh, it wasn't the only game that went on in London on the weekend, but we'll start mm. there <laughs> and uh, we'll get progressively uh, more into it. Uh, Hazard played up front. He did, yeah. yeah. He tried. Did, did an all right job. Yeah, he looked he, like he from scoring a goal. Very well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's very pointed, isn't it? Isn't it? The, the one week where... F- Falcao's injured and like Remy um, is about to become a dad mm. um, so Costa's the only striker available mm. he doesn't play him yeah because like, he said after the game Costa's Statement. privileged or has been privileged up to now to not be dropped because he's dropped Terry Matic mm-hmm. like mm. Cahill Fabregas everyone yep. um, but not Costa up until this point so you know that's a sort of Little dig afterwards. He said that, you know, the bib thing is good because he should be angry that he's not playing. But it's, it's mixed messages again, isn't it? He needs that book. He can't, he can't, <laughs> handle, he can't seem to handle the, the narrative, can he, really? He can't. He, the press have kind of got him over a barrel in certain, in certain respects. He yeah. can't control his own players. He can't control their outward uh, emotions and frustrations. So they can't. Um, so he just doesn't look like he's in charge at the moment, does he? No, he's, he's not. Con- he's not. He, he's used to creating the narrative. Mm, exactly. Yeah, but the narrative has been created all around him. Yes. And Jose Mourinho walking through the uh, the story that is Chelsea Football Club at the moment mm. is, uh, is not making. He's a passenger, Marcus. He's a passenger, mm. and mm. he doesn't want to be. No. Well, he, he thought they deserved a win, didn't he? He talked up the, the performance a lot. They said, were much better than they they're have better been. Better than they have been, but they were still second best to Spurs. Spurs I, were just sort of better everywhere. I, I, th- I think shots I think, on target and possession, all of it. I think I think Chelsea played uh, played against Spurs as well as they could have done under the circumstances because they didn't have much up top. I know Hazard had a good game and stuff, but I think they played very deep and on the counter, and that's kind how you can beat Spurs I think yeah. at their own game almost mm. I, th- I think a point away to Spurs isn't a bad result oh, at the moment. not this not, season but, and not um, for Chelsea no, that's right. well, a clean sheet as well yeah. Yeah. Well, of course it's a good result but what I think is that 
Mourinho is trying to make it sound to the players like the performance was perhaps better than it was mm. so that they feel like, right. That, yeah. it, that, so that in their heads, it's almost like a win and they can just sort of reset themselves, go into the next game with some confidence mm-hmm. and finally dig themselves out of this ridiculous mm. mire that they find themselves yeah. in. Well, it was, it was uh, I suppose it, it will be an important point because, um, you know, they, uh, they're they looking over their shoulder at the relegation zone. They are. I mean, they're up to 14th, so it's a big point for them. That is not a stupid thing to say. <laughs> it seems <laughs> every time you sort of think, oh, well, Chelsea, you know, obviously they're you know, quite close to the relegation zone. It's obviously like a handful of games ago, it was a bit of a dig. Mm. It's reality. They are in a relegation fight. Any, anyone at the near those relegation places are in a relegation fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah It'd be yeah, great yeah. news for Bournemouth. <laughs> if Villa, Newcastle, and Chelsea are so bad. Yeah. That'd be a weird trio, wouldn't it? Chelsea, Villa, and Newcastle. Yeah. Three a... fairly big clubs. Yeah. Well, oh, huge clubs. Don't yeah. do, don't do uh, the three of them a disservice, Peter. Mm. Um, they did themselves a disservice on, on the weekend. Um, Shall we? Yeah, all right then. Okay then. Uh, Donaldson Derby. I am really pleased with the performance. We were terrific. We were really good today. The win was Pardew's 100th win as a Premier League manager and the first time that Crystal Palace have scored five goals in a Premier League match. Yeah, setting records. (laughs) Trailblazing. What he said after the game. It was actually genuinely quite sort of uh, humble after the game. He said... um, Because he knew he couldn't get away with it. He knew. People say all kinds of things about me in Newcastle. They say I'm smug or whatever. Says the world's smuggest bastard. And he wished them well. (laughs) And then he said, on top of that, almost to um, completely you know, disprove what he just said he said regardless of what opposition we played I think we'd have won today but what he meant was Jimmy Nail Ant Sting Deck Pete Donaldson your boys one hell of a meeting Sky, Sky put the boot in as well on their minute by minute I'm just going to uh, read some highlights for you why here, are you doing Pete, that? that I've, um, that I've compiled because I was oh, effectively Pete. watching it on a train so <laughs> four minutes nil nil Newcastle have their first little foray into the Palace half and Sissoko whips a decent looking cross into the area but it avoids all his players <laughs> 22 minutes 2-1 Palace have Newcastle well and truly pinned back at the moment they clearly weren't watching how Sunderland dealt with them on Monday night <laughs> 56 minutes Alan Pardew's name rings around Selhurst Park as his team knock the ball around comfortably in midfield under very little pressure from Newcastle and this is the worst one 62 minutes at 4-1 Jack Colback is not very good at taking corners oh, that's Sky there was the, Pete, the, that is a dig the problem was the two corners he did take were both at the uh, where the away supporters were right in the corner as as did Kabai actually he didn't enjoy himself no, he <laughs> as, soon, yeah. as soon as he realised he had to take the penalty right next to the Newcastle supporters he just went oh, and applauded the um, the uh, yeah. Selhurst massive oh. um, so yeah it, it wasn't um, I was I was watching it from a train the pain train Jim yeah. that's what I was doing hey, obviously it was part of his 100th Premier League victory as a manager that's great for him but he did say after the game and I don't know if you're one of the people he's talking about he says I have got people I love at that club fans staff and players but whatever I say about Newcastle is contrived so I don't want to say anything other than I hope their fortunes change yeah it's big of him isn't it yeah it's big of him really? yeah, it's gigantic gigantic uh, but uh, before all that happened Newcastle went 1-0 one, one up Peter yeah yeah didn't see that goal because I was late into the ground <laughs> That's that's the worst thing. The, the frisking took too long, and I missed and I missed the Harani goal. Oh my god! The goal was a little suspicious, actually, Pete, because Palace really, honestly, oh. didn't look like they were trying to the point where I think Pardew's gone. Go on, give him a head start. 
the That's un- really showing what we got. There's something very undignified losing to a team that have goal music. The only, I was not yeah, feeling glad I do all agree over. with you. I do agree with that. The only globule of joy <laughs> that you could have experienced yeah. in the whole day. Take it away. <laughs> you missed. Even that full sense of, what you know, a dreadful this is going to oh, Donaldson's God. dreadful day. It was, oh, Did it you was, hear um, they actually put on extra security at London what, Zoo? Pete was there. In case oh. the travelling Geordies wanted to go and beat up some animals <laughs> to take out frustration. Some odd-toed ungulates. <laughs> Like a oh, camel or dear. something. Those pigeons at Trafalgar Square. No, one, one inside. Yeah, just gone. None no. of them. Oh, I missed. I missed the eagle. Oh, oh did you? Yeah. I missed the full version of Glad All Over. Yeah. Well, you got well, it in snippets throughout. You, got, <laughs> you probably got the whole thing in its entirety. <laughs> oh. I got five choruses in it. Oh, flipping it. Mind your language. Mm. <laughs> But oh, I mean, I, every every goal that was going on, I was like, that poor fucking Saturday. <laughs> oh, dear. Was... I've, got, I've got to be honest, right? When I was taking my notes for this, um, <laughs> I'd written loads of them before I remembered that I hadn't actually seen the game yet. <laughs> oh, I, I st- oh, Pete Donaldson. I still haven't seen Shola's goal. I refused to watch it. <laughs> I refused to watch the rest of the day for crying out loud. No, it was... Um, oh. it, it didn't need to be... Did you say Shola's goal? Sorry, what did I say? I'm obsessed. You're hallucinating Sh- better times. I was talking about Shola before. Shola Remy <laughs> over it. How bad is that? Because <laughs> I was talking about Shola um, just before we started because he's not being paid by Bolton. I'm, you oh. know, I'm just, I'm just remembering happier times, you know. He yeah. scored against Barcelona once. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, but, um, God. It, it didn't need to be any sort of performance from Ballas, really. They no. didn't need to. Like, Newcastle I, were abject. So, um, my mate Brian made a good point that whenever Colacini doesn't play, uh, he did. He, let's make it clear he didn't yeah. play this time. But he whenever like, he seems to be undroppable because the only way, the only defensive line they have is a defensive line that follows Colaccini. Yeah. and he got beaten for piss so many times by like Balassi and a couple of others. He was. Well, he's knocking on now, isn't he? He's had some injuries. I know, but like, well, then he shouldn't be playing. You know what I mean? Even at full pelt, he just can't. Mm. He just, he just could not. Um, yeah, he just he, he was beaten for best by Balassi and beaten for permission uh, position rather by everybody else. I, I just think that. The amount of um, 50-50 headers that he lost was just incredible yeah, for a yeah. man of his stature and a man of his... An experienced uh, defender. Argentinian yeah. international, for crying out loud. But I mean, at, at this very moment in time, Taylor and, um, and Bemba, you know, just go for them, the, 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 the um, two centre-backs. But, I mean, Luke de Jong even stuck the boot in. <laughs> Luke de Jong, for crying out loud. Uh, what did he say? He, he just tweeted, maybe it's time for a change. Uh, we, but, but, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> terrible from a clown, isn't it? But the thing is, he said after the game that there was basically no no commitment and desire there. I forget the exact word he used, but well, that he was, it about... was around that kind of point. But he, he mm. looks absolutely beleaguered by how this team just aren't playing. And it's the point you've made so many times, Peter. It's, it's those shop window players, isn't it? They can't yeah, seem to and, be bothered in these games. And, and, and also just the mentality of that team. No matter how, every week we get an email. Uh, if you're part of the Newcastle um, email list or whatever, from like uh, from the manager directly from the manager saying we won't be complacent, we'll do our very best to win this game, and it, we've learnt the lessons from last week. It's just crap. Either do it or don't do it. Just mm. don't send me emails and, and, and tweet that you know the, the constant Lee Ryder um, puff pieces that, that they put out up, up in the northeast about mm. how this is going to be different, how the green shoots of recovery have been found with some of the some of the younger players and stuff. It's all crap. They're too young. They're too inexperienced. Mm. They don't um, they don't listen to orders. And they can't follow orders. And fundamentally, they know how to attack when it's nil-nil, where there's something to play for. But yeah. as soon as they go one-nil down, their their, their yeah. heads go down, and they can't turn anything round. It's obscene a lot of the time. Yeah. And the worst thing about it is, again, my mate Brian said, um, at one point, it, at one point in Newcastle's history, um, a loss like that, a, a complete 
travesty mm. of a performance, would you spend the week sort of going, that was absolute crap. Yeah. You brush it off after a couple of days because that's, right. that's just yeah, what Newcastle right. play at the moment. They're so inconsistent, they just can't get their arse together. Mm. And they're in a relegation fight once again. Yeah. Once again. Yeah, I think part of it is, is when I think of Newcastle being in a relegation fight, even having watched them plenty of times this season and knowing just how poor they've been, mm. I just think, Nah. Yeah. Now how, they do, nah. how is this happening again? They'll get their way out of yeah. it, and it, it seems like the players think that as well. Mm. That it's well, just you know the goals will score themselves eventually, mm. and they don't really have to try. Mm. I mean, McLaren said of his players that they're not doing it for each other, and sometimes it's not about me; it's about each other. When you're a player, it's about <clears> peer pressure; it's about not letting him down next to him and then next to him. And at the present moment, we've not got that. And you do want like I w- I wouldn't uh, struggle to believe that McLaren really cares. Of course he does. I know McLaren has had shortcomings in in other positions, so I'm not saying, well, if they can't listen to McLaren, who can they listen to? But I don't think McLaren is this bad. I think McLaren, he's a decent coach. I think think he's surprised how fragmented that team is on the field. Yeah, and I I, I actually am not particularly looking at McLaren from where I'm standing at all this. I think that you look at those players, and you said it as well, Jim, those shop window players. Mm. But what I don't understand about that type of player is, if you want a big move, you've got to perform. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the time to do it, coming in December, for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. Maybe they're like plotting some sort of great escape. <laughs> just think, we'll just lay off till about February, yeah. and then we'll try, and we'll look amazing, and we'll get a move when they the saw, window opens. They saw Jonas score on the last game of the season against West Ham last yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, another, another relegation battle. Yeah. And uh, they went, oh, I want a bit of that. Yeah, brilliant. I yeah. might get a move somewhere sunny. Well, we're, gonna be, we're not going to be in a title challenge. So we'll be in a relegation fight. <laughs> yeah, that's where we get like a sort of opposite land one. <laughs> it's really weird. I mean, in a situation like this, often you you think sometimes the worst case scenario might actually be the best thing for the club because they can get relegated, regroup, come back up and sort of re-establish themselves. Well, but you've you already know, done that. It did. It's like the equivalent of turning the computer off and on again and then the virus is still there. <laughs> I think, Just I a think. picture of Mike Ashley going, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> but at least, at least when they did go down and came back up, you had slightly more experienced players like Barton, like um, yes. like Nolan and players like yeah. that. This time round, we haven't got anybody. Well, I was well it say, is the players like Colaccini, isn't it? Mm. It's the exact ones who aren't doing mm. enough. I, I think it would be a disaster if Newcastle went down. Oh, I think absolutely. If you look at, say, someone like Fulham as well, when they went down, and, and, and QPR, but to a lesser extent QPR, because they were a bit of a mess, but if you, if you look at Fulham, they've gone down, and, and Fulham, uh, it's, you can't see them going back but up. Newcastle again. are a bigger club than Fulham. Oh, no, of course they're a bigger club than Fulham, but what I mean is that Fulham lost a lot of players. They just, as Pete says, you know, Newcastle had a few players and a few core players when they went down mm. last time and then, and then came straight back up quite convincingly. I think Newcastle, they don't want to be a side that spends three or four seasons in the championship do you know what I mean and that could seriously happen with Newcastle if they did go down it it really is dire straits we've got an Ajax captain on the bench like well former captain former captain (laughs) that would be weird yeah Yeah. he's not alone get relegated for breaching the rules I just I I just think that um, that there are certain easy things that get right just learn just teach them how to hold a line um they probably looked a little bit better when they went 3-5-2, which is yeah. not the best thing to do when you're 3-1 down, but um, just be a bit, a little bit more creative and a little bit and play a system that you know. Um, I, ah, well, that's right. Just, play a just... system that they know, but that, as we keep saying, the squad is so fragmented. Mm. What do they know? No. Do you think um, McLaren just speaks in the accent of the players that are maybe from different places? A little bit of a Dutch cleat there, isn't there? Maybe he's just going around doing that voice. Yeah. Maybe he should be doing that because he was, you know, he had some credibility then. Weirdly, <laughs> yeah, he did very well in uh, the Netherlands, didn't he? 
First time around, yeah. Are there players that he should bring in? I mean, what what should he do differently then? Or what what can be? Is it just a big old mess that it's 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 five years? It's the um, it's the fruits of having five years where you have a squad that's been underinvested uh, in, and uh, there's no strength and depth. There's no defence to speak of, and the only decent defender we've got is Chancel Mbemba, and he, you know, it's the first central defender we've bought in bloody ages that could, that could kick a football. Mm. It's just it's so. Disappointing uh, to see left back and right back can't defend. They, they can't even block a cross for crying out loud. Just get that right. Yeah, yeah, stop, yeah. stop them whipping balls in. Yeah, yeah. Balassi just had an absolute field day. He had so much fun down the right. Yeah. So much fun. And he's a player that doesn't score very often and should should score more goals. He, he had that spoke, but a few. And you think for a player of his quality, he would get more. But he he had so much space in that game mm. that it was it was a perfect. It, the, the, the volley that bounced over uh, Elliot. I was just as yeah. soon as it bounced on the floor, I was like, I, I audibly went, oh for. <laughs> You know, and yeah. shouted the swear word because I knew exactly where it was, was going to go. Was that the goal? I think even the Palace fans celebrated that one before <laughs> it crossed the line. <laughs> they knew it was in. Yeah. Well, the, uh, Newcastle's next three games: Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, with Liverpool Under pressing them, <laughs> Liverpool with their be, pressing, it, it could be about ten nil. Yeah. It could be about ten nil. That could be that could be bad. Spurs, yeah, same. again, pressing him. Aston Villa, yeah, <laughs> three points. Better hope on the horizon. Yeah. God, <laughs> it's um, I think it just looks like Newcastle. Those those players, and I think McLaren is obviously um, of this mindset. They need to get into the mindset that this is a relegation battle. I, I, it's I just think to the wall. I Every game is, a, is try as hard as you can to get anything from it. Yeah, I think this is the first time that McLaren's ever managed a team that are just completely feckless. Like you've always got like decent players and poor players, mm. and, and you've got to kind of have a nice mix of them. But they're too young, they're too naive, and they're too stupid to follow instructions for my money. And, and some of them clearly just, aren't caring. No. Exactly, and and everyone's just. But if you set up your team, if you set up, if if you say it to a player, have a couple of years there, and you get your move to you know Seville or Seville yeah. or, or, or yeah, I know what you, you mean. You know, like or or a bigger club, sort sort of speak. Um, and the the younger players will just sort of get pulled in by that, and and they forget that they have to perform. Mm. They have to win themselves a win, uh, win themselves a move rather. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's the whole stupid thing that there is no excuse mm. for a footballer not trying, because as you say, if they want the better move. You've got to play yeah. your way out there. I just, I, I think even McLaren's um, surprised at the level of um, McLaren player. clearly cannot believe how how yeah. the club has been run, as you say, in the last sort of five years or whatever it's been, and, and the squad that he's got. Um, but my goodness, yeah, he, I hate to think what will happen against Liverpool, but you never know in that in this it, Premier League. Is it a telly game? If it's a telly game. Everyone seems to, um, you know, put yep. in some sort of performance. But away at Crystal Palace. Yeah. On a cold November well, night. We see another four-three Liverpool Newcastle. <laughs> 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 That'll be lovely. There'll be a four-nine number, number somewhere. of goals. In. Oh, <laughs> you take that now, uh, right yeah. now. Yeah, probably would. Probably <laughs> would. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Jamie Vardy, Bournemouth, and Everton, and more after this. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin, and when I'm not banging my cube, I'm listening to the football ramble. Ah, mm. little mensch for the jube there. Mm. Um, Leicester City won Manchester United by Jamie Vardy broke He's the record. Done He's done it. The ever so likable Jamie Vardy <laughs> has <laughs> broke the record, scoring in eleven consecutive league matches. What a blooming feat, yeah, Jim! Absolutely incredible, isn't it? Um, Chat shit, score goals, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I mean, a lot has been made of uh, how Jimmy Dunn has the real record. Yes. Um, mm. Because, uh, you know, football existed before. It 
1992. Yeah. Um, but Did he abuse a man in a casino? No, he didn't. Well, man, we don't know. He's, he's scary. Well, we do know. <laughs> no, 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 about Jimmy Dunn. <laughs> oh, right, OK, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it 1930? Something like that. Yeah. It was a long, long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, come on, give him his moment. It's incredible. Oh, it's been... It's been you, but you are right, just to stay on that point for a, for a sec, that we always say in the Premier League's history, but it's the same top flight league. Absolutely. So, so yeah. many records get it's, forgotten. It's There's a real shame. A lot of great players are, are forgotten. Yeah. and Because it's just very convenient to, to kind of bracket it up there. It's, it's a very weird um, approach to history, isn't it? To it disregard is. most of it while celebrating it. Yeah. It's a very strange thing. Because if it's a Champions League kind of vibe mm. European Cup It's the, the, the tournament is bigger in the Champions League so I can kind of understand yeah. you, you know you have to win more games there's a bit more quality in there so I can maybe see the uh, the thinking behind it, talking about Champions League awards and all that kind of stuff but it should be in English top flight history rather yeah. than Premier League history. it should but hopefully he can do it because I mean that might be the extra little thing that spurred him on um, yeah. to to try and you know keep going to get a bigger move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's absolutely. not worried, is he? Um, I'd like him to keep on scoring right up and through the Euros, and England win it. Yep. Yeah. yeah I mean, that would, that I'd would, like that. Work for everyone, that. I think. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Gerd Muller once got sixteen in a row, which is uh, obviously he? pretty impressive. Lionel Messi, twenty-one. <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously, twenty-one. Wow. I think it's the, the 21st game was something like his 45th and 46th goals of the season oh, as well. Okay. Um, Crazy. If Gonzalo Higuain can score in Napoli's home match with Inter tonight, he'll equal Diego Maradona's record of scoring in eight consecutive home games for the club. Mm. At the time of recording, that's not been played yet. Loads mm. of goals. A lot happening. of goals. Goals everywhere, mate. Same men. Mm. That's the kind of analysis you get on this show. Yeah. Oh, Schweinsteiger scored. That's not the same man. No. He got one. He did. Well, that was a really, really strong goal, that. Yeah. Like a diving head of that cluster. Yeah, with basically everybody. a man <laughs> hanging off of it. <laughs> I, I sometimes forget that Schweinsteig is playing for Manchester United. I'm like, that's Bastian Schweinsteig, yeah, one of the best <laughs> midfielders in Europe in the last 10 years. He's really coming to form Phenomenal of late as well. Mm. He, it, it took a while, and um, he had a rough afternoon against Arsenal. He had a couple of performances where he... he they all had know, a rough a afternoon against they Arsenal. They certainly did, didn't they? Huh? He's, he's lost a, a bit of piss. time ago that feels. Unlike Norwich City. No, yeah, at least you beat Norwich, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Bournemouth. Yeah, no, but he's really, yeah, he's really, really come into uh, into his own in that midfield. Is it, is, it's a bit of a battle for that midfield at Manchester United. But that's you know that's obviously what's what's healthy about it. It's you know sure. it's a shame they're so blunt up front because they they've got a platform to build on. Just no one seems that into it. It's mm. true. Um, with Manchester United, I think that there was people perhaps uh, of the mindset of right Leicester City you've had your fun <laughs> Marty you've had too much fun yeah. and yet he scored the goal and they got a point and perhaps should have won the game I mean Ujoa had that chance yeah he did uh, you, I know Manchester United went close as well bit nosebleedy though wasn't it you thought they didn't really believe they could win that game yeah, yeah, possibly. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, they didn't lose it, mm. which is which is vitally Picks important. A run going. Yeah, it's a great point. It's, it is a good point. It could have been more, and they should build from that. I mean, they've had a reasonably nice run, if there is such a thing in the Premier League. I think there is, even this season. Mm. But it's good for Vardy that he got a goal against the best defence in the league. You know, he scored against Arsenal. You know, there have been some some top sides in in that yep. uh, list of, of teams that he scored against. Which and is I, so clinical, though, isn't it? It, mm. it, 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 it is, doesn't yeah. seem like I know it's a strange thing to say, saying that it looked like Leicester didn't quite believe they could win it. Vardy does not seem to play like that at all. Which is why it'd be great to see him get a start for England because mm. that's so important. When well, he was due a start for these yeah, friendlies, indeed. of course, and he was injured, which Hodgson was um, a little bit aggrieved about. But mm. you know, that's uh, that's in the past, and he'll be be on for the next one. You would certainly hope. Uh, but Manchester United, 
they still don't look that inspiring, do they, going forward? Yet there they are, only one point yeah. off the top. No, it's one just... point still behind Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Well, I, think, but, I, I, th- I think the um, the really good thing about um, Leicester's performance, it, it, just that um, pass from Fuchs, like it, from oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, left yeah, back yeah. over there. Yeah. On the, he's clearly like it was just after a Manchester United corner, wasn't it? So That's I guess right. he sh- he kind of found himself in that position. But it was mm. a beautiful, it was a beautiful pass. Javadi yeah. saw direct pointing where he wanted the ball to go. And, mm. oh, man. With, with his with his fingers, with his chin, with his knees. <laughs> With his nose. He's a very, very pointy, pointy man. Very pointy elven Maybe man. Maybe that's how his, his teammates keep finding him so yeah. much. <laughs> I'd love he's, to like, he's like a Google Maps <laughs> thing where you drop a pin in it. I'd, I'd love to know how Ranieri's got the best out of that squad. Pizza, mate. It's maybe it <laughs> is. Powerful pizza. Thing. More pizza. Um, it is stranger, isn't it? We talk about Newcastle not getting anything out of those players. Now, I know there's a lot of factors involved. And Leicester have made a few signings. But... That squad just about survived relegation last season under yeah. Nigel Pearson. Such a change of tact. I know I keep saying it, but they keep doing well. It keeps yeah. coming up, doesn't it, in conversation? Yeah. Yeah, imagine it. Ranieri just 38 goals, scores in 38 games in a row and they win the league. It'd be brilliant. It's because remarkable. This, because this league is a bit like... Poor is the wrong word because it is really entertaining because the, the bigger sides keep dropping points. Like, it's upsy downsy. Yeah, it's more unpredictable. We, we say it every mm. season and every season we go, it will be one of the usual suspects that win it because it, of course it will. But how amazing would it be if just once, just once someone like Leicester won the Premier League? Like, yeah. It's like, like Blackburn won it. I know yeah. they spent a lot of money, but I mean, a very unfashionable club winning the uh, Premier League. It's true, mm. It is weird looking back at the history records of the mm. Premier League. I know we were just mocking those records, but <laughs> all right, the, the Europe, uh, England's top flight. Uh, when you see all the Manchester United ones, mm. and then obviously Chelsea latterly came. Did Leeds in. come close the first year of the Premier League? Or no, was that I think the they, they had a really terrible defence of um, of their title in the in the first season of the Premier League. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, under O'Leary, they were not too far off, but not mm. really challenging too much. But yeah, when you see the name Blackburn Rovers in there, it is quite a funny one. Yeah. You think, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a strange one. That is a strange because then you think of them in the Champions League as well. That's right. Yes. And, and that's when Lasso and David Batty. Punched and each other. And a chinnies. Yeah, funny one. Did so, you, um, sorry to cut in there, Marcus, did you on. see the thing with Danny Simpson this week? Um, mm-hmm. He was in the tabloids being criticised. He's doing some community service because he's been very naughty. Okay. Uh, but he's been doing it at a, a charity shop. Mm-hmm. And um, the tabloids were running this thing about how callous Danny Simpson turns up to charity work in his £3 billion Lamborghini. <laughs> oh, God, he's so out of touch. He doesn't know what it's like to be a real person. It's like... That's his car. <laughs> what do you, you expect him to do? Like, hire get, a smart car get, and turn up and be humble. Get a Trotters independent traders sort of <laughs> Morris Minor job or something. Struggling for stories, will we, boys? <laughs> <laughs> Sickening. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, what was wonderful, though, was uh, Bournemouth 3, Everton oh. 3. John Motson couldn't believe his luck in the commentary oh, box. John Motson's just happy to be outside at this point, though, isn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but he is. He sounds so excitable all the time, and it's lovely. It is lovely. Because they only give him one game now, and he used to be the main man. On match of the day, yeah, it's, it's still nice to hear his voice. Well, he can't have two games. Can't be commentator on two games. Jim, can <laughs> he can only have one. Good point, but it, it really feels <laughs> it was like weird that he did everyone, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, really strange. <laughs> no, but he, he's been very much relegated, hasn't he, to sort of further down the uh, back in. I don't think he's really. He's probably chosen to take a step back. Who knows? Mm. Either way, it's nice to hear him. Lovely mm. to hear his I voice. I should, uh, should do a correction from last week, actually. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah. I said that Luke Garbutt was the left back, um, who's tearing it up for Everton. But it is, of course. David Unsworth. No, um, <laughs> Brent, Brendan Galloway. Brendan Galloway. Uh, yeah, a great time. I've got my, got my young Everton left-backs beginning with a G mixed up. You always mm. do that. 
you weirdo. Um, yeah, fantastic. Shola Rami. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great end to that match, wasn't it? Everton looking good 2-0 up, but Bournemouth, great character. Oh, yeah. Great, great character. Mm. And again, it's the not losing <laughs> that uh, is so vitally important for, for a, a side like that who are, who are down there, you know, in, in the relegation zone, of yeah. course. Adam Smith scored possibly the goal of the season. It was, and I say it was that superb, wasn't it? in an aesthetic sense, it was so pleasing. It bent, hit the post, sort of like the bit of the post that's just underneath the bar and yeah. then rolled over the net. Yeah. It's just that, oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. three of those things are so brilliant. <laughs> he, he looked, he had the air of a man who was as if to say, we need a goal, right, let's get a goal. Yeah. There we go. You Come just, on. You just know what noise that would make if there was nobody in the, in the ground. It'd be like yeah. it'd be a thwomp and then a... As it yeah. went off the net. Yeah, oh. just be joyous. That was right. Yeah, got them going again. Back to back to two all. Um, Joshua King, he looks lively. Yes, mm. does he? It, you nice set up. He, he had a bit of criticism from a few people, saying he wasn't sort of you know up to it. Well, he was given um, man of the match. Or yeah, no, I mean, I mean before this, but he's, he's sort of playing his way into form, and that's that's really really good for Bournemouth. I mean, it's it's gutting for them to to not win the game, but obviously you know, but in conceding the, that goal in mm. like, what the ninety fifth minute, and then getting a, getting an equaliser in the mystery ninety eighth minute. Yeah. Still, I'm not really. I don't know if anyone saw this. Why was that time added on was that ever I'm not sure I, I mean, think I heard it it was a um, it was a pitch invision by the Evan fans oh, it was. I heard oh, that's so, right. so they were literally yeah not hoisted literally hoisted by their own hoisted <laughs> <laughs> by well because obviously you add on a little bit is it 30 seconds 30 or? seconds for a goal or a substitution yeah mm. but they were there was a pitch invasion yeah. you're right and had they have been more disciplined with their celebration <laughs> always be disciplined with your cele- yeah, celebration you never know what's going to happen around the corner that's right yeah, it's so funny watching that pitch invasion because like there are about Three two away to Bournemouth. About, about ten Everton fans on the pitch. Not the semi-final of the FA Cup, is no, it? But even so, it's probably it's purely proximity, isn't it? It's just because they're so close they could. Oh, right, fair, fair enough. Yeah, right. okay, okay, but okay. they'd sort of got onto the pitch and didn't really know what to do, so they just stood there punching <laughs> the air. Like, you know the, like the characters in the background on, on Street Fighter that just make the same moves over and over again? They just sort of looked like that. They didn't know what else to do. Yeah. Here's a quick highlight of the week I want to chuck in. Go on. Uh, Laura Kirk says, uh, one of my highlights of the week was uh, my mum screaming so loudly at the Bournemouth equaliser that my cat was sick all of the carpet <laughs> that is brilliant hashtag the beautiful game I don't know what's going on that <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's wonderful man oh. how looks broken at 3-2 it was oh, so good how? to see him restored it was I think and he felt restored didn't he he yeah. was in the, in the in the presser after he was just like oh yeah, bloody football. Mm. Hey, um, Martinez wanted more from Barkley this season. Certainly got it. Six oh, goals and five assists. He's, mm. oh, he's just tearing it up. It's great. Yeah, Bournemouth off to Stamford Bridge next. I, I like Ross Barkley, mm. but I am frightened of him. He looks like he'd bully you at school, doesn't he? Oh, no, I don't <laughs> think so. Oh, I reckon so. Do you think? Yeah. I, th- I think Everton need to sort themselves out playing against teams who whip the ball in the box quite well. I, I, they can't defend against it. Yeah, yeah. They find they find it very difficult. No, you're absolutely right. Well, Stanislas, he had a yeah, it was, nice it was time, so it? much space to do that. Mm. Silly. Um, Lukaku again was just yeah. superb. You know, we talk quite a lot. Um, one of the narratives of this season seems to be, or the, certainly the last transfer window, is this shortage of of top strikers. Mm. Lukaku's got to be in that bracket, surely. How he, long can Everton hold on to him, especially if he has like a good Euros? Mm. I think he's got ten this season, which is the same that he got. In total, last season, he's, mm. he's, didn't he recently become only like the fifth player under twenty three to get fifty Premier League goals or something like that? Yeah, he's on fifty two, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's a stat. 
That's, <laughs> That's a, stat a, a potential stat. <laughs> uh, Sunderland, hey, eh? oh, yeah. they're, they're on the march. That's how you do it. That's, the northeast. Uh, another win, another clean sheet <laughs> mm. for Sunderland and Sam. Uh, yeah, they um, they are on the march. It's bad news for every other team down there, Peter. Duncan mm. Watmore got a goal. He also got a degree from Newcastle University. Did he? Oh, he's getting it next week or something like that. Well, he's, ah. he's, he's scored a lot of goals for the under twenty ones, and that doesn't always translate. But he seems to be um, mm. seems to be a crowd favourite up there. Well, he took his chance and he came in for Defoe obviously he got injured and it's only his second goal for the club but full of energy and one of those players that gives the fans something to cheer and get behind mm. Mm. lively uh, D- Defoe himself actually you know he was on the bench when, when Allardyce first came in and was yeah. very publicly unhappy about that. But now he's playing leaving. really, really well. And, you know, he's just sort of, you know, really getting stuck in as well and pressing. Mm-hmm. And that is, is clearly one of the things Allardyce has done. He's, he's come in there and he's he's motivated his player incredibly by dropping him. So the man management there is working really, really well. Mm. And you, you got to, you know, you've got to praise him for that. When he got the goal at Palace as well, did yeah, Absolutely. Old, did older foe. They were aided, though, by Ryan Shawcross ascending off. Mm. Do you think it was ascending off? I mean, the first yeah, one was definitely... Yeah, the well, first one was definitely... I thought the first one, was... one could have been a straight red, could it not? A blatant trip, well off the ball. Mm. Um, it's one of those things, isn't deliberate. it? Deliberate. Teams like Stoke, they, um, maybe this is just me imagining this, but they teams that are physical tend to get a bit more leeway. Yeah, because they style. think something worse might come along later yeah, on. So the, referee goes, the referee goes, I'm not going to send him off now because something's bound yeah. to come up later on. Yeah, partly. I'm fascinated. I mean, <laughs> how bad can it get? If I book him for this, let's see how he ups his game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, another great win for Watford. Yeah. Away at Aston Villa. They're scoring lots of goals, which they is are. always a good thing. Yeah, Jim. Igalo. There was a stat match of the day. Igalo's got the, the most league goals of any player this calendar year isn't he is uh, right? which is which is, is great and he's just firing them through it Deeney started to score great now. header from Deeney yeah really really he's satisfying a City one. fan isn't he he, yeah, he, he, he said he, he wanted to score at the whole end yeah, he's, he's very uh, he's very um, I don't know there's not a love loss between Troy Deeney and Villa is there really? he's, he's not, not um He's not. He doesn't he's, like him at all. He's, he's not. He's not he one to the, hide his feelings, though. No. no, he was in the youth ranks, wasn't he? He was because he, 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 he did. Uh, he, I think he did add a trial for four days, and he said the. La- he said I didn't turn up for the first three days because I knew there'd be a match on the last day. I was like, going, well, you're not going to get to play in the match if you don't turn up for the first three days. So maybe um, yeah, I, they were right to, to fire him off. Have less off. sympathy for him now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're on 19 <laughs> points already this yeah. season, which they would have bitten your hand off. Yeah, definitely. M- Michael Richards looks so emotional when they oh, were when he 3-1 down. Oh, sorry. Yeah, um, and I don't know, something about seeing a grown man either in tears or on the verge of tears re- really makes me sad. It was yeah. hard to watch. Yeah, he... he I think should have come to football, maybe Jim. <laughs> I was going to say, but at least with with Villa, like there's there's a man when he scored, he was so pumped up. But at least with some of their players, I'm sure Villa fans have got very strong opinions on what's going on. But at, le- at least some of their players look like they're trying. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, A, you scored a great one at the end. Yeah, that was another one. Just scored in anger, wasn't it? Just like this has to go in, so yeah. I'm just going to do it. But five points from 14 games. I mean, that really is and you, you're thinking of that Derby County record surely not mm. surely not uh, surely not Villa not Villa not, well, not with that manager at the helm as well he's, he's fairly well regarded mm. oh, I don't know is that a pun <laughs> say again <laughs> regarded oh yeah could be yeah, an accidental I love pun it. Uh, let's move on to the championship Brighton's still unbeaten after yeah. 18 games this Slamming season Slamming it and James Wilson's gone on loan from Man United as well he had a good chance which he didn't take mm. but um, you know they, they have struggled to score Despite yes. being unbeaten, they've just been very, uh, very tight at the back. Mm. And if he can add some goals there, mm. yeah, well, they've, they've lost. Uh, sorry, they've drawn a lot of games. They've drawn eight out of, of eighteen, which is why obviously they're not uh, further away. I think they're two points above Middlesbrough. Uh, the last time they lost in the league was against Watford in April. 
which is quite remarkable. I, yeah. I, I, I do worry about Chris Hewn because he's he's another one of those not allowed on the bed dogs. Like, like <laughs> yeah. right. out, gone. Go, no, no. But he's come doing, on. He's doing a great job. It would it would certainly suggest. And yeah. Bobby Zamora back at the club. He scored yeah. again. Four yeah. goals. It was his first start as well, wasn't it? Since coming back, mm. and he scored at home. That's what yeah. they wanted. Well, they've got goals. They've got a few people scoring. Obviously, Israeli striker Tom Ahmed. I think it's pronounced. He's got five, and and Kazenga Lualua among the the goals as well. Mm. So they're in they're in good shapes. They're in good. Big win for Derby at Hull. Yeah. An Very enormous win. Butterfield, just yep. two absolute belters yeah. from outside the box. Well, and Paul Clement, he's having a good time at Derby. They've started very well. They've won, I think, uh, 10 of their last 13. Oh, uh, Stevie Bruce's boys, they're still up in the, the promotion contention. Mm. Mm. They've got a so. good uh, centre-back. Harry Maguire, mm. really, really good. He's, he's he's massive, but he just looks like a really cultured <laughs> football. He's got that kind of... You know when people just glide, uh, glide along the turf, like yes. your hullets and your mm. players like that? Kakar oh, and his hater. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I mean, not that good, but you know True. what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, Sam Wingrove on the uh, Highlights of the Week says, uh, regarding the, uh, the Bobby Zamora goal, uh, he scored in consecutive home starts for Brighton the previous game being 12 years ago versus Watford which ah, is lovely which I think is Watford wonderful. again what a yeah. word again providing entertainment <laughs> for, for football in a way we're going to talk about League 1 and League 2 after this little jingy Hi I'm Frank Lovoff you're listening to the Football Ramble Foot, Football Ramble This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Don't forget this Friday we have the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. 
previewing some of the games in the Premier League on that Friday. We will have a bet of a bet of the week, Pete, and we didn't do too well. No, time. I mean considering no. Mitrovic didn't actually start the yeah. match. Who, who picked um, the bet again? Who? who? I think that might have been me. It was know. a collective effort. It was a cl- yeah. yeah, spearheaded very much by Pete. <laughs> <laughs> very much by Pete. Yeah, sorry, charity, but uh, yeah, I picked. Um, or we picked Mitrovic to score first, and also a Newcastle United win. Newcastle did score first. Let's make that very clear. And mm-hmm. you know, Cisse is the striker, so well, maybe he, Mitrovic could have scored if he was playing up top. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the you take your wins where you can. Don't yeah, you? I mean, the second second mm. part of the bet didn't didn't come through either. But um, should have, eh, could have. What are you going to do? We were nearly. Nearly should have gone with Vardy again. Should have gone with Vardy. Should have gone with Vardy. In League One, Coventry are top, and considering the tough time the club has had in recent years, it would be uh, quite remarkable for them to get back in the championships. Mm. Mm. Well done to them. Um, Gillingham, one point behind them, they're having a good season. And uh, Jimmy Floyd's Hasselbank, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbanks, Burton side, sorry, um, are right up there as well. Apparently, he will be allowed to talk to QPR if Burton are approached about him. Mm. Although I'd quite like him to stay at Burton and yeah, get them definitely, up. Yeah, mm. definitely, because I mean, obviously the, it would be completely reasonable for him to move to a bigger club, having done so well at Burton. I don't think anyone would begrudge him that, but a club like QPR, where they have so many sort of farcical things going on mm. behind the scenes all the time, yeah. you would worry that that would taint his reputation when yes. he got up to a, a higher level. Yeah, so but stick it out, Jimmy. Yeah, fantastic job he's done with Burton, mm. especially if he can get them another... Promotion, be, well, um, or at least get close. Yeah. I mean, he's had such success. I think he needs it. Maybe a season where he doesn't go up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just for a right. bit of uh, calm, catch maybe. his breath. Yeah, yeah. Chesterfield, they've sacked Dean Saunders. They're down in 60. It's always a shame when you hear of a, a, a footballing. Would you say great or certainly a, a yeah, footballing good? Yeah. yeah. Footballing good. <laughs> Villa would take them now. <laughs> yeah. They would. Um, Peterborough had a good uh, away win there in, in six. That leads us neatly onto uh, Ramble favourite Graham Wesley. Mm. Graham Wesley, the man when he was in charge of Preston, according to Clark Carlisle, told the players that his kids don't call him dad, they call him medal winner. <laughs> also dropped players via late night texts. Mm. Uh, he's done a very that good job. That was the most partridge you have ever sounded. Yeah, well, it was... Via late night texts. <laughs> I was sort of meaning to, Jim. Um, uh, he, uh, he's done a very good job with, with the posh so far after taking over. It is very, very uh, safe to say. They were floundering. They're now up to six. The Peterborough owner, Durham McAntony, said of Wesley, we went out for dinner last week. I love his intensity and he loves my intensity. He lives every day like it's his last. The energy he's got. He'll send me pictures of himself in the gym at 10 o'clock at night saying, right, I'm off to dinner now. If I had to get my wellies on and shovel stuff, I'd do it for this guy. Shovel stuff? <laughs> what on earth is going on there? There's <laughs> a lot to take in, isn't there? It is. For, for everyone's wife. <laughs> well, uh, did, did most people die in, post 10 o'clock in uh, Peterborough? In a gym? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a gym. Yeah. Um, yeah, sending himself... No, sending pictures of himself uh, to the chairman. It's weird. It's like he's trying to play his way into the team that he picks. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. Good old Graham Wesley never lets you down. In League Two, lovely scenes at the top of the table as Oxford, United, Plymouth and Northampton all on 40 points. So they're all safe. Yeah. Yeah, already. (laughs) Uh, Portsmouth, they're fifth on 34. So still in the playoff positions. Another mention of Portsmouth while Luke's not here. (laughs) Did you you see uh, Roy Carroll's um, boat out for um, Notts County? 
no. against uh, against uh, Cambridge, I think it was. Okay. Uh, he, he basically booted the ball at a player on the edge of the box to make the point that he was encroaching and he was too close to him booting it out. Uh, but, and it bounced off back off the plate and went in. Lovely. <laughs> and it <laughs> counted. Oh, Roy Carroll. Oh, no. Northern Ireland's Roy Carroll. He will be at the Euros. He went from uh, Olympiacos to... He went from Olympiacos to Notts County, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he was, right. was at Olympiacos. Yeah. Olympiac- it was either Olympiacos or... No, it was Olympiacos. Did a little bit of a Incredible. There. Matt Derbyshire was there as well. Yeah. And he just, scored a really big goal for them. So but, he's sort of like <laughs> folk here. I think Roy Carroll might have had a similar moment as well. It's really weird. <laughs> he, d- he didn't play that much for Olympiacos over a couple of years he was there. Mm. Uh, yeah, that is quite... But it's a, I can't imagine that's a well um, kind of worn trodden route, effectively. Mm. From yeah. Olympiacos and Notts County. Oh. The oldest club in the league and all that. Oh yeah, good old Roy. Um, shall we move on to the league? Let's. All right then. Real Madrid they uh, beat Ibar two 0 away. Laboured mm. to the win with goals from Bale and, and Ronaldo. Guillaume Balaguer has said that uh, Ronaldo has reached his physical peak. He Is also Gu- Guillaume Balaguer mentioning something about Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> like this twenty-four hour rolling news service. Ronaldo yeah. talking about one man about one subject. <laughs> yeah, right. he's also suggested it's that... like McAnthony and Westley. <laughs> Get a room, lads. Uh, he also suggested that Ronaldo has lost a bit of pace and doesn't beat players anymore. I love this. Ronaldo's into his thirties. Well, <laughs> not peak, not peak physical form anymore. Well, most people aren't when they go sort of get past thirty. You've, you've, yeah. wow. you've lost a bit of scope, game. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know about you. I've lost a mile of pace. <laughs> a yeah. country mile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's kind of weird to think Ronaldo no, losing but, but I still, there is a kind of um, uh, there must be a fear for Ronaldo that this sort of thing is going to happen because yeah. he, he puts so much pressure on himself to perform to this really high standard and he's a stats man isn't and he so loves his pressure numbers. on his body absolutely like there's a point against Ibar where he um, he uh, he hit the side netting and he looked absolutely furious with himself I think they were 1-0 up at the time as mm. well and it's, it's one of those things where it's like if you're that obsessed um, with your stats and, and whatnot, there's there's that much more pressure on those on those moments, and that maybe will wind you up a bit more. Which is something he does tend to struggle with, doesn't it? Mm. If he if he feels things aren't going his way in a game, it often passes him by. Which is something you can't really say of Messi mm. or the other guy, as yeah, we call him. True. I, I think the, the reason why I suggested that, or not suggested, sorry, the reason why I included that from from Balaguer is you're right, Jim. When Ronaldo did hit that shot against the side netting, and just a few times recently, the frustration actually, I. Um, perhaps inventing in my own head about him, but maybe not is uh, last year I'd have got that or yeah. a couple of years. And and you cannot accuse him of slacking off. No. Mm. Certainly when with regards to training. And I just it's it's one of those ones, isn't it, where you've seen a, a footballer for so long play at the, the highest level. And then when he just shows a tiny little sign of... He'd probably score five goals next weekend. Yeah. But when he scores... And he has scored a, a, an scored enormous... five in a game this season. Yeah, exactly. It? Which so shows how kind of potentially silly this is. Sure, ex- exactly. But but I think it was just the first time, you know, since watching him where I thought, oh, is, Hello. He, is he showing a little dip there? Mm. And obviously it can only really go one way. And, and Balaguer was saying that, you know, perhaps he should play as more of a conventional centre forward which seems odd I mean you wouldn't think of Ronaldo as a target man no. getting you, on the end of do you think Balaguer's reduced angling for Benitez's job yeah <laughs> but we'll refuse it if offered <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah, strange times whereas mm. Barcelona they uh, are not uh, Just romping it getting up anytime soon I mean Messi the first goal since his injury Suarez mm. is lovely volley oh it's beautiful lovely volley Messi, Messi looked a bit annoyed um, with himself actually funny enough given what I've just said um, mm. for uh, uh, until the goal he 
you could tell we really wanted to get on the score sheet. And this is a great quote from Luis Enrique about the three of them. Messi, Suarez and Neymar get along very well. And if they don't all score, then the party is not complete for them. Oh, oh that's that nice. But lovely. you could see, like, they were all, the three of them were delighted when all three of them had scored. Yes. And Messi, it looked like a weight off him. Yeah, Neymar, they, a bit greedy. <laughs> what, getting two goals. Yeah, getting two. Yeah, not on Neymar. Do you see his build-up work to the Messi goal as well? Yeah, it's just Perfect ridiculous. little flick. And it's oh god. Yep. Yep. That's it. <laughs> it'd, be better not, one. it'd be better for them like teams just not to turn up, take a three niller, just yeah. Yeah. just be thrown out of the league almost. It's true. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, great win for them. Valencia, they are now managerless. Nuno Santo has resigned. Frank Reichard and, and Michael Laudrup, early contenders to see him. Great to see Frank Reichard's name. Yeah. Yep. Very strange, uh, Frank Reichard, with his contribution to, to football management because he was in charge of the Dutch uh, and then obviously was superb for Barcelona. And a lot of yeah. his good work at Barcelona is often overlooked. Yeah, because they were in turmoil when he took over. Yeah, they weren't in, in too good shakes. And he won the Champions League there and he brought Messi through. And they had a great attacking trio. I think, mm. was it Messi, Ronaldinho, and Henri for a while? Um, or certainly for a short period. Uh, yeah, I think Henri some... might have joined when Guardiola came. Oh, was it? But um, they, oh, they had right. Deco there, and yeah, Deco was there, um, and Etu was probably yeah. there as well. You know, they they had uh, they had a great side, and he he got them going. And obviously, Guardiola built from that, and then took them to to a different level. But uh, you know, after managing Barcelona, he went to Galatasaray for a short while. It just didn't work out there. And then he managed mm. Saudi Arabia for a bit, and hasn't been uh, as a number one for for a while. And you yeah, think for it's a guy, it's a big name to just be. But he was at Barcelona wandering. four or five years, yeah, and what yeah. he achieved there. Well, he laid the foundations for Pep's uh, work, didn't he? Yeah, which it just seems quite quite strange. Get him back in. Get him back mm. in. Would you um, like him at Newcastle? <laughs> Be a good job, wouldn't it? Oh, mm. I just don't even care anymore. Like, <laughs> We've moved up. on. Moved on, We've guys. We're talking about Spain. Let him enjoy this. Um, but until they do get someone. Big Phil Neville's in charge. Yeah, yeah. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> He'll be doing his ejaculating in the dugout, <laughs> won't he? <laughs> Should probably explain that for anyone, anyone who doesn't know. He, um, <laughs> nah, just he, leave it. Yeah, just leave it. <laughs> just leave it. He tweeted, didn't he, when he when he arrived there that um, he went in for a very run. broken Spanish. Um, yep. He went, he went for a understand. run on the beach. Yeah. yeah. But what he actually said in Spanish was, "I've just been ejaculating on the beach." Yeah. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We take assume that, take that crabs. We <laughs> <laughs> we assume that uh, he uh, got his Spanish mixed up there. Mm. Uh, but if he, wouldn't it be great to see Phil Neville in charge of a Spanish game? I did read. I did read that Game Balaguer did have a, a comment about Phil Neville being a good manager and a good fit for that club. Did he? So there we yeah, go. Obviously, yeah. so there we go. Yeah. Does he know all these things? <laughs> it's good practice for when he takes over at Salford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what I would say. Um, and uh, now we go to the highlights of the week with Pete Donaldson. Whoa, whoa! What's that all about? <laughs> the old highlights of the week. Yeah. I'll get, I'm just on Twitter now. I am going to chip in with a couple of my highlights. All right then. Romarino, mm. Romario's son, has joined second division Japanese side Zwengen Kanazawa. Pete, you're a fan of the Japanese second division. Uh, I'm a fan of the region, it's just north of Nagoya. Lovely. You've uh, good knowledge, um, if that was knowledge. You've seen the Japanese <laughs> second division game, haven't you? Uh, no, it was J League. Uh, I saw the oh, J League, J League, top, uh, top league. Oh, top okay. league. It, was, um, it was very nice. There are a lot of Brazilians in um, there is. In, in that league. And they're, the they're, Brazilian... they're usually quite old, kind of plodders who just who know how to play a bit of football and they're just bigger than everyone else and they just bully everyone. One of the Brazilians became, um, what do you call it? Is it naturalised? Japan, yeah, Japanese naturalised. Yeah. Yes. yeah, and he played maybe for them. Santos, maybe? Could have been. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, he played for them, and maybe even in a World Cup. But I did like what Romarino said. I'm pleased to join such a great club as Wengen. I think you've never heard of them, mate. <laughs> um, other highlight was uh, Luca Zidane, the uh, Real Madrid under-17s goalkeeper, obviously 
son of Zinedine, mm. getting sent off for a headbutt. Wow. Against Atletico Madrid under 17. What did you say about my aunt? <laughs> <laughs> my great aunt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, it wasn't as nearly as good as, as his dad's headbutt. It was one of those... No. Well, he's young. Some rubbish. He's, yeah, young. he's learning. He's learning. He learn. He's learning. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for the big stage. One of my highlights was... Uh, Wojciech Szczesny getting dropped by Roma because he was caught smoking after they got battered 6-1 by Barcelona. So, <laughs> lesson learned there. Stop smoking. Learned there, was Wojciech. he in the shower? Uh, I don't actually know. Um, oh, the forlorn yeah. Szczesny. Brilliant. Having a, having a fag. It's just... Oh, dearie me. Peter. Um, well, Gabby at Kirshner on, um, on on Twitter says uh, Klopp saying that it was a big plus for the whole team that Mignolet didn't have much to do against Swansea. That's a dig. <laughs> this is quite lovely. Uh, we've got. Well, neither uh, did the other keeper. He only had two shots on goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason Clay says I went on a date this weekend, so that was nice. Oh, lovely. Good. lovely. Well, let us know how you get on, Jason. <laughs> as long um, as it's clean. Yeah, as long as it's clean, indeed. Um, we're just going down a little bit here. Uh, Niall Mullally uh, says uh, has to be Fabregas smashing the ball into Willian's face, that almost blowing his arse secret agent cover <laughs> uh, Landry Sabira says that Diego Costa being passive aggressive after months of being physically aggressive <laughs> nice. it's an improvement um, dearie me and uh, Kunle Demarun says uh, Pardio's classy concern for the current plight of Newcastle United yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, a lot, a lot a of shouts for that guy. he's a classy guy goodness mm. me Carlton calls goal Lots of people oh go for that as goodness, well. Josh, Josh came in with that one as well. If you haven't seen Carlton Goals goal for Celtic, it is wonderful. Because <laughs> yeah, he didn't see it. <laughs> he really didn't. <laughs> I don't know if it was actually credited to him or it was an own goal. It was dreadful, wasn't it? Goodness a scrappy me. one. Yeah. Maybe they just won't even bother with that one. Yeah. <laughs> what, dubious goals panel are like, oh, yeah. you oh, decide. <laughs> just give it to Carlton. Kevin uh, Kevin Crow says, my glad Ed- Edgar Davids are tweeting a picture when football was good with him, Henri, Salgado and Del Piero together. God, I'm old, he says. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, funny for now, uh, Ben Stevens says, drunk Leicester City fans by my house singing, where Leicester City were top of the league, I didn't have the heart to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Wonderful. Lovely. Oh, uh, Jim, what about a website roundup? Yeah, I've got a website roundup. Um, not so much on there uh, today uh, or this week because Kelly's been away in Iceland she has. on the, uh, mm. the big bit of volcano sick that is Iceland. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but there's still some wonderful stuff up there. There is a, a very interesting piece about Jamie Vardy and Tyson Fury and about you know the sort of the likability of players and whether you know the things they do should stop you enjoying their work. It's really really good. Get mm. over there and have a read. Um, obviously, there's the forum as well. You can get over there, voice your opinions about uh, just anything. Really, doesn't even have to be. Football. Just no. go over there. Give out, we'd like to give our forumites some love every now and oh, then. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Hey, guys. Nice to see you. Yeah. And, yeah, just get on it. Yeah. Get on it. Get on the website. <clears throat> footballramble.com. Of course, if you want to get in touch, the website, the uh, sorry, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com or on Twitter at footballramble. You know all this. Yeah. You're missing mm. out by not getting involved. And for, those who, and for those who do get involved, thank you very much. But 442s is uh, still a relatively new thing that we're involved with. And uh, it's it's a wonderful thing, Peter. It is, yeah. Uh, a guy called Dean at 442s, 442 Oons, if that makes any sense. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash 442 Oons. Uh, check him out and uh, you can check out our video every week at um, YouTube.com forward slash the football ramble. It's or a, forward slash football ramble, rather. Yeah, it's a lovely piece of work. Beautiful. Subscribe he animates as the, well. Subscribe to our... Yeah. Channel. yeah, and subscribe not? to his. What are you going to... What it's, else are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get an email, a little email every time one of us uploads something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do it on your phone now if you're listening to us on your phone. Do it right now. You've all got the internet. God, some of, you, some of you guys. <laughs> why, why do we bother? Let's wrap this up. Right, say <laughs> goodbye, Jim Campbell. Yeah, we're, goodbye, we might be back next week. <laughs> yeah, say if goodbye. you buck your ideas up. Yeah. Say goodbye, Pete Donaldson. Chapeau, get banged. Mm. Kisses like you mean it. <laughs> 
Dan this week on Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio and at absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash listen. This weekend, we got uh, it's the London versus the Midlands, basically. West Brom entertains Spurs. And remember, if you are in the West Midlands... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can now listen to Absolute Radio on 105.2 FM. Tony Dorigo's back. T-Dog.